you read their description, their tasty notes, and it's like, damn, you know what? I've been trying to figure out how to describe this beer, and you nailed it. And 99% of the time, you do not get that. People are very bad at describing beers, right? and it's a shit show. And that is what we're going to exploit today. to another episode of the Brent, Bill, and Beer Podcast, a podcast for the folks out there who love sports ball and beer. I'm Brent. And I'm Bill. And Bill, uh, what beer did you drink? <laughs> drink. Bring it today. Uh, we are having Jackie O's Digital Zoo, uh, hazy double IPA. I can't say I've ever had this one. I, I haven't either. Obviously, like based on what we've talked about with Jackie O's, <laughs> IPAs aren't normally the thing that comes to mind. So right. I'm kind of curious about this one. Yeah. It's That's, pretty good. It is good. It's different, I think. Yeah, it, I can't place what the flavor is at the end there, but there's something slightly different. They're not the only brewery that... Well, what um, what hops are in it? That's a good question. Yeah. Mosaic, Idaho 7, and the Bruce. I think it's the Idaho hops. I think so, too. Yeah. This isn't a shot at Stumptown Ale. Yeah. They, uh, they have their Holy series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all of them but Holy Idaho. Mm-hmm. God, I do not like that beer. I've only had two of the whole I do series. not like that beer here or there. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so bit bit interesting thing. I, I originally we got two segments for today. I originally was not planning to do this first segment until I saw this story that came out, I believe it was yesterday. I am going to save that one. That'll be the second one. So I got two pieces of beer news, breaking beer news. All right. The first one I thought was very interesting. You know, it was, I was reading an article that it was essentially talking about how IPAs have kind of gone the distance. That was, that was sort of the vibe they were getting at, that we've, uh, we've kind of hit everything that an IPA could potentially be. They, they're as okay. bitter as they've been. They're as hazy as they can be. All this kind of stuff. They're eating fruit, making milkshake IPAs, sour we, IPAs. We've explored that. everything. Apparently, though, that's not the case. It's There is a new IPA style on the scene. And this is from Wayfinder Beer in Portland, Oregon. Okay. They um it it sounded like they started doing this about five years ago, and other breweries are catching on to it. And it's called the cold IPA. Okay, so is it like kind of like a lagered IPA? Damn, you're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's uh it's loosely related to the American IPL. Okay, yeah. India Pale Lager, um, which I remember the. The only time I've ever had an IPL, I think, was uh, Sam Adams. Sam Adams had an IPL way back in the day. They just talked about how, in the article, that essentially the IPL just never caught on. Yeah. Not that it wasn't a good style of beer, simply because they claimed people were confused. You know, thinking about IPAs and lagers coming together, they just didn't work out. Them specifically, uh, Wayfinder Beer, uh, they use adjuncts. Uh, specifically rice or corn, and along with uh, lager yeast, but fermented at warmer temperatures like a traditional IPA. Mm-hmm. So we use lager yeast, warmer temperatures, and then brew it like an IPA. Yeah. And at the end of the process, it's dry hop. The result is a light-colored beer that's bright, clear, very crisp and hoppy, but doesn't express the hops as overly bitter. Huh. I wonder if that would be like the 
like for Lustre Day, as we were talking about earlier today at uh, Dancing Gnome, they're Lager Lustre. Oh, that would be, yeah. I mean, I, I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I wonder if they got inspiration yeah. from these folks or, you know, chicken and the egg yeah. type of situation. Right. Um, but yeah, that's apparently, yeah, this is apparently, I think this was in the past week or two, I read this article came yeah. out talking about cold IPAs. And then it says cold IPAs tend to exhibit fruit, floral, and uh, vegetal characteristics that you would normally associate with American hops. Hmm. So yeah, it's um, basically if you're a big fan of the Crispy Boys, as they mm -hmm. say, and you like IPAs, this is apparently a beautiful compromise between the two. All right, sidetrack. Yes, go so, ahead. I used to work at Noblestown Brewing in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and we had a gnome. Because their, their logos are like two gnomes toasting. Yes. And we had like a little like gnome in the back that we named Chris P. Boy. I love that. Like he had a name tag that, that was literally Chris P. Boy. B-O-I? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Did both gnomes have names? Well, I mean, that was just like a random one. We had that sat on the barrels in the back. Gotcha. It wasn't the actual legit logo. Right. I gotcha. Actually, wait, no, there was another. Oh, God. See? If they listen to this, they're going to get really mad at me because I don't remember. So this was like kind of like a short, like maybe six inch tall, like kind of like straw, like burlap. Uh -huh. And then there was the epitome of a plastic lawn gnome. Oh, God, I'm not going to remember this. And they're going to really be mad at me. They might fire you. <laughs> Again. No, I wasn't fired. This is not fired. I, I moved to Morgantown. I can edit that part out. He was definitely fired. <laughs> but, oh, man. I'm going to send a text and potentially report back later in this episode. Fair enough. Gnomes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. I'm literally texting the owner. What was the gnome's name that was behind the bar? If you had to take a guess, what is it? It begins with a B, I think. Uh-huh. I like I, I keep going to like Bruce or Brutus, but I'm see that would make sense. I like that, but I, I don't. I know that neither of those are correct, but it's in that vein. Mm -hmm. So so we might have a bit of different kind of beer breaking news later on. But <laughs> un, until then, so that was that was the first one. I just thought that was interesting of because uh, I really liked IPLs when I had them the first time, and then never really had them again. So it's kind of nice to see something. In that vein out there. Um, the next one, what are your thoughts on seltzers? That's how I'm going to open up this story. Well, last night I had a Bud Light Seltzer Sour. Ooh. Like, what kind? Uh, it was the Green Apple. Green Apple. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'd already tried their watermelon. I've been working my way through the uh, Bud Light Seltzer series. Mm -hmm. Oh, got the name. What's the, what's the name? Regis. Regis. You were way off. I was incredibly You're off. very off. <laughs> but yeah, I like, I enjoy seltzers. Um, I think they're fine. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're enjoyable. Well, this story that I'm about to tell you has nothing to do with seltzers. What it has to do with is the logical next evolution after, because we started with beers, right? Mm -hmm. And then we started to go into sours became more popular. Right. And then suddenly seltzers became mm. the big thing. So the question is, what is the next best thing? So it's got to keep getting lighter? I don't know if that's the... It's just, in my opinion, what we're doing is we're getting further and further away from craft. We just have to slowly just um, take 
this artistic style of alcohol production right. and see how far we can possibly get away from it. So, like, are you self- talking like sodas? Oh, you're getting close. You did really that? God, that was wild. Like that you got, no, but I'm I'm blown away. You even got that close. The first one. Yeah. What is it? So this is breaking news as of yesterday. This is officially available now. Boston Beer Company, mm-hmm. Sam Adams, and PepsiCo, the producers mm-hmm. of Pepsi, uh, have officially launched Hard Mountain Dew mm-hmm. in Florida, Iowa, and Tennessee. So you were spot on saying soda <laughs> was the next logical, and specifically the soda of gamers everywhere uh, is now alcoholic. Um, well, I mean, there's been hard sodas mm-hmm. periodically. I mean, like if you look at your, not your father's root beer. True. Uh, they had a Mountain Dew clone-ish thing that they called not your father's Mountain Ale. Mm-hmm. But like, and Henry's had like a ginger ale mm-hmm. and... Orange soda, grape soda. But yeah, I think this is the first really like breaking into the actual, the serious, yeah, soda yeah. scene. I mean, so there's a lot of money involved in that between Pepsi and Boston Beer. Yeah, like there, that's a lot going into that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother. I didn't see anything about like what the value of like whatever contract mm-hmm. they might have signed or whatever. But yeah, they now have alcoholic Mountain Dew in Florida, Iowa, and Tennessee. The only reason it's there is because those are just, they're currently working through signing distribution deals Mm -hmm. in each state. So their plan is to be available nationwide. Mm -hmm. It just so happened that those first three were Mm -hmm. the first ones to approve it. So some background on this beverage. It's caffeine-free. And it's Mountain Dew. It's Mountain Dew, which I I kind of question. But I, I also get it because I think there's studies of, at least when it comes to Red Bull, and alcohol, Jaeger bombs, that kind mm-hmm. of, well, anytime you mix like energy drinks and alcohol, yeah. they've found are very unhealthy right. for your heart. So I imagine that's probably the basis for making it caffeine free. There are three flavors there. Can you guess them? That's the question. Are they traditional Mountain Dew flavors? No. I was going to like, oh, like Code Red. <laughs> One of them is. Is it Actually, really? that's the, the, that's the real question. Which traditional flavor of Mountain Dew did they convert into an alcoholic form? I think it actually was before this even released. I might be wrong. That's not the original Mountain Dew? No. Yeah, there's, I think, the one that is in actual flavor, traditional flavor, I think there was an alcoholic version before this, like, big announcement. Would it have been Code Red? I mean, that was super popular. Because there's, what else? Like, that's, like... Main like Baja Blast. Is there it? you go. That's it. It was Baja Blast because I think Taco Bell. There were some Taco Bells that had an alcoholic version. There's a Taco Bell Cantina in Cleveland downtown mm-hmm. where, like, I'm sure they probably had it. Yeah, but yeah. The, so the three flavors that they're going to have are watermelon, black cherry. I can only imagine those are to like go up against White Claw, right? Yeah, right. And then Baja Blast, which I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably, whenever it becomes available in West Virginia, going to get Alcoholic Baja Blast because big fan. And they're only 100 calories and 5% alcohol. That's, I mean, 5% is still fine. I mean, like, have three of them, you'll have your buzz if that's what you're going See, for. See, I love, we went in completely different directions. You were like, oh, the 5%, that's really great. For me, I was like, the 100 calories is awesome. Oh. Like, that was where my mind went. Uh, yeah, so... 
I I think uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's I guess that's the future. Is mm. we're going to do sodas becoming alcoholic. Uh, so here's my question: Not to put you on the spot, yeah. Bill, but I'm going to. That's fine. What is the next evolution after soda? Yeah. So we've gone the way that I viewed in my head is we went beer, mm-hmm. sours, seltzers, Mountain yeah. Dew. Okay. What's the next? I see a company like Brisk jumping in where you're getting like your hard iced teas mm-hmm. or like Lipton, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or it'll finally just come back to uber traditional. To be fair, a lot of people. To be fair. To be fair. Um, that's happening a bunch, right? Because mm-hmm. West Coast IPs are coming back. Pilsners are becoming more popular. So you might be you might be right. We might just all wake up one day and say, "What the f- do we do here? We need to we need to just bring it back to our our glory days." <laughs> Traditional lagers, Hefeweizens, Marzens, mm-hmm. yeah. dry stouts. I wouldn't be opposed to it. So I think we need to move on to before we move on to the next segment. I think we should go and clean out our glasses, pour a new beer. So what's the next beer? I know we had a Listerman just last episode, mm-hmm. but I had another in the fridge. Excellent. So this one is called a whole ass coconut. It is a rye chocolate stout with coconut and vanilla, twelve percent. Hmm. Oh, geez, I love. You know, I used to not like coconut, and beer is what got me to enjoy it. I was gonna say you're gonna like it today. Go. Yes, it was not Girl Scout cookies. It was beer that got me to enjoy coconut. I bought this one just because of the name. It's a good reason to buy a beer. That and um, even more so can art. Yeah. I mean, the, the art on this is fun. Yeah. It's Indiana Jones-esque. It is. Where very he's large replacing whatever the treasure is with the coconut. But well, I think that it's uh, Listerman, the actual father, owner. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. Well, cheers. Cheers. Ooh, big fan. Oh, that's Very sweet. Big fan. That's really sweet. It's really sweet. Okay, so next segment. Yes. I'm continuing my theme of trying to come up with uh, goofy games to play that are beer related. So you're obviously the contestant for today. <sighs> All right. The best contestant. To be fair, you can't win or you can't. Well, you can only win. You can't really lose. You're not competing against anybody, so... Or I can only lose. Or, sure. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, I call this game Beer Reviews. One of my favorite things when it comes to Untapped and beer and all that kind of stuff is reading people's reviews of beer. Because sometimes people, they just absolutely nail it, right? Mm-hmm. You just, you read their description, their tasting notes, and it's like, you know what? I've been trying to figure out how to describe this beer, and you nailed it. And 99% of the time, you do not get that. People are very bad at describing beers, right. and it's a shit show. And that is what we're going to exploit today. So, I have for you five untapped comments about different beers. Okay. And I'm going to read them off, and you're going to guess, I have multiple choice, mm-hmm. to guess what beer they are referring to based on their comment or the beer. Okay, like the actual name of the beer. The actual name. I have, yes. So I have, uh, for each one of these, I have four beers listed. I'm going to give those to you. Yeah, so I will read their comment from Untapped, the rating for their check-in, and then the four beer options you have. And you have to try to guess what beer they are describing. This is terrifying. All right. (laughs) I I think you're going to enjoy it. 
I like the idea of it. So <laughs> I just I'm just waiting for like the beer names that I have no idea what they are. On no, the so I will say that I I made a, a conscious effort to only do beers that you knew. Oh, okay. So I hope, yeah, because it would not. I don't think it would have been fun if I did <laughs> so. Like random name, random name, random name, just kind of guess. Yeah. So first, first one. The comment is, uh, whichever year you get, it is the benchmark that all other stouts are measured against. Five out of five. Can I guess without the most sure. Bourbon County? Your choices are Dark Lord, Bourbon County, Dark Apparition, and Double Shot. It's Bourbon County. It is Bourbon County. Yep. I was, I was starting off with an easier one. Plus, I had Bourbon County on my mind. We drank that before... To warm up before the podcast. 14.7% to warm up. Yes. <laughs> so, I gave you a nice warm up one. I was cool. like, I got to give Bill a gimme one because he's going to be really, you know, worried about how he's going to do. So, I'm going to give him a win. I'm too prideful. I need to do one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the next one. I got this from Pilsnerish. I don't know if you follow Pilsnerish on on Instagram. I don't know. You need to. Okay. It is so funny. And like they they normally they constantly post people's untapped posts. Yeah. So it's just like the shittiest comments that people have. Or like the most ludicrous like some of them like I really wanted to have for mm-hmm. this. It, honestly Pilsnerish was the inspiration mm-hmm. for this game. But some of them you couldn't make it into this format. Mm-hmm. And one of them I saw the other day, no joke. It was this person that said, said like, ah, oh, you know what? Like, it, it's fine and all. I'm just not a big fan of triple IPAs. And it said the style was Belgian triple. Yeah. And they just, and they assumed the triple <laughs> meant triple IPA. And follow Pilsnerish on Instagram. Highly recommend. Another Instagram that does the same thing is Untapped WTF. Well, no. So that is Pilsnerish. So untapped Wait. WTF is what I used to follow. He got his Instagram got shut down, oh. and he created a new one called Pilsnerish. So, okay, so yeah. yes, I do know exactly what you're yes, talking so about. You know exactly. I guess. Yeah. So if you were a fan of untapped WTF, you need to now follow Pilsnerish for all of your great untapped reviews. That's why they haven't shown up on any of my things mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, you gotta get switched over. Okay, so this one does come from Pilsnerish. Okay, so. This is my friend's dog, Coco. This beer tastes as if Coco has been outside in a rainstorm for hours. Tastes like ass. 0.25 out of 5. Okay. Your choices are Julius, Stone IPA, Heady Topper, or Natty Bow. I know it's not Natty Bow. <laughs> like, I can tell you that because it does not taste like wet dog. And that's because Natty Bow is perfect. I'm going to guess Julius. No, it wasn't Julius. It was Heady Topper. Really? Yeah. Man. That one, I will admit, I like Heady Topper. Yeah. I, I want to make sure before I make this comment, I like Heady Topper. It is not as good as when I first had it. Well, I mean, you just have to take it for what it is, where it was kind of like the premiere of the Hazy IPA mm-hmm. movement. So, I mean, like, if you go into it with that mindset, like, that's my same thought on Pliny. It's just kind of a premier West Coast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and and that's the thing, right? Is although I made that comment, I think I still rate Heady Topper very highly. It definitely, in my opinion, does not taste like ass, and it definitely doesn't mm-hmm. taste like Coco's been outside in a rainstorm right. all day. Do you like Vocal Banger more? Yes. Okay. Obviously. Yes. That is the better beer. I want to act like it's a subjective thing, but it is objectively better. Right. Yes. So, this next one. Oh, wow. Much delicious. 
I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had two beers before, but still. Four out of five. Your choices are Bud Light Seltzer Sour Watermelon, Black Cherry White Claw, Notorious P.O.G., or Bud Light Mangarita. Man, because all of these I could totally see this comment. Mm-hmm. It was, what, the last one was the Mangarita? Yes. I'm going to go with that. It is not the Bud Light Mangarita. <sighs> it is the Bud Light Seltzer Sour Watermelon. All right, hold on. Time out. So uh-huh. I had this beer. Yep. And I have to look this up on Untapped. Mm-hmm. Bud Light, Light Sour Watermelon. I gave it a four. Mm-hmm. And I, did I give it a caption? <laughs> oh, wow. Much delicious. <laughs> and what was your comment to your friend? Wait, wait, what? What comment did you make to your friend on that post? Oh, was it you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> he chose mine! <laughs> uh, uh, Travis, if you're listening to this, Travis commented, sir, really? And I said, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had two beers before, but still. Uh, I thought oh, it would be f- <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like, man, could I get away if I put one of Bill's own beer See, comments? I wasn't thinking about my comment on the post. That was yeah. like, if if you would have been like much or oh wow, much delicious. I'm like, oh, that was me. Uh huh. No, I needed like I got a little because it's actually not that long ago. I think it's relatively. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a yeah within reasonable amount of time of me scrolling through Untapped, January twenty fifth, so yeah. less than a month ago. Yeah, so. I was like, I need to kind of mix the two together. And I just enjoyed your comment that you had afterwards. I was like, I got to add that in there. So. <laughs> well, now I feel like an <laughs> for not remembering that. Yep. Well, here's uh, here's another one that's going to be interesting for you. So here's the comment. It's very, in caps, very citrusy. Can barely taste the IPA. Three out of five. I know this wasn't me. You're correct. It is not you. Yeah, it's not you. So, yeah. Very citrusy, can barely taste the IPA, three out of five. Which, to me, that kind of description should be at least a four out of five, Mm -hmm. if not a four to five or more. (laughs) I digress. Your choices are Blue Duck, Gone for the Day, Therapy Chicken, or Jubilant Haze. All right, so he's pulling out all the... These are all, for those that don't know, Noble Stein beers. Yes. The brewery I used to work at. Very citrusy. You said Blue Duck. Yeah, very citrusy, can barely taste the IPA. Blue Duck, Gone for the Day, Therapy Chicken, or Jubilant Haze. All right, and Zach's listening to this. He's going to kill me if mm-hmm. I get this wrong. Yeah, I, I set this up for your failure a little bit, not going to lie. So very citrusy. So I... Instantly, I'm not leaning toward the West Coast style. So that kind of knocks out Blue Duck and Gone for the Day for me. Mm. But based upon that, mm, I'm guessing I might be wrong. But I'm going well, to... Well, no, it's... I. To be fair, I did not... I just looked at... It said IPA. Mm-hmm. IPA like, if it yeah. said IPA and it was highly rated, right. I just stuck it on. So, like, I didn't even yeah. know if they were West Coast or not. Yeah, so. yeah it's funny because the two West Coast, like, Blue Duck's the Imperial, Gone for the Day's the single. Mm-hmm. And then Therapy Chicken... And Hayes are uh, New England style. Gotcha. Um, after this question, I'm going to tell a quick story. Okay. But, yeah. uh, That's the point. That I, was why I did it. So. I am going to guess Jubilant Hayes. And you would be correct. Yes. It is Jubilant Hayes. <laughs> All right. So okay. so after after you getting fired for not knowing the gnome's name, you can now be rehired for getting that right. Go so ahead. Therapy Chicken is a strange name yes. for a beer. There is a 
man that has a farm just outside of Indiana, Pennsylvania, that has a chicken that wears the service animal vest. Hmm. And it is, in fact, a therapy chicken. Oh. Like, he would bring this chicken to campus. Like, at IUP there, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. And uh, we were canning one day during quarantine. And I don't know how it even came up, but we all just started talking about this therapy chicken. And decided that the next beer that was brewed, like the next IPA, had to be therapy chicken. Mm-hmm. So that's so. You, so you were there when therapy chicken was conceived. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's fun. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, and it's like they they do like their fowl, like their bird series in general. Like they have like a ESB called Mallard's Landing. I mean, obviously there's Blue Duck. Uh, what is it? It's Billy the Swan, I think is what mm-hmm. it's called. It's a double IPA because one of the guys that works there lived somewhere where they had an asshole swan that they called Billy. So mm-hmm. like Billy the Swan. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. So so then here's my question, right? Because mm-hmm. you very successfully narrowed it down. Um, I That's what I was curious about. I was <laughs> like, I bet if I gave him a review and beers that he definitely knows. Mm-hmm. Right, that you could really hone in on on which one it was. So I want to know you you knocked out the first two, right? Because they mm-hmm. apparently weren't mm-hmm. uh, New England IPAs. So why was it that that review was Jubilant Haze and not the other one? Because I, I I think I've had Therapy Chicken. I don't yeah. know if I've had Jubilant Haze. Well, Jubilant Haze has been around longer. So uh, just by sheer numbers, because Jubilant Haze is their kind of flagship haze. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of going based on numbers. Sure. That there's more of a chance, especially just more availability. Right. Hmm. Very good. Well, we're to our last one now. Okay. You ready? Yeah. It's a five out of five. All right. Prepare yourself. The perfect beer did not exist, dot, 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 until now. Your choices, Bill, are Natty Bow, Strawberry Natterdays, Hams, or Black Cherry White Claw. Strawberry Natter Days. It is Strawberry Natter Days. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to think because that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect beer did not exist until the Strawberry uh, Limited Natter Days. That is, yeah, it is true. And I, I think the only thing that I think with the review that, that gives it away is the fact that it said the perfect beer did not exist until now, whereas Hams and Natty Bow are around. old, right? So it definitely had to either be somebody had the audacity to call Black Cherry White Claw a beer, which is definitely in the world of untapped WTF slash Pilsner-ish, definitely within the realm of possibility, mm-hmm. or it's Strawberry Natter Days. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even think about those things. So it's just like, oh, what's the best beer out of all this Natter Days? It is. Yeah, and I and I felt like, I f- yeah, I wasn't sure if you would, because uh, obviously it is. We concluded that. It's a fact now, based because of our podcast. Episode 3. Yes, but I wasn't sure if you would think because I like hams and natty bow so much that I would purposefully just search through them <laughs> until I found a person. Because surely on both of those, somebody has said that. Miles Payne has yeah. probably com- made that exact same comment mm-hmm. on hams. Um, so, yeah, that's what I was going for. You Let's see. So, you got... got three, right, didn't I? got Bourbon County didn't get heady topper you didn't get the bud light salts or sour watermelon which was your own comment yeah. you got the jubilant haze and strawberry so you got three out of five yeah that's uh no that's 60 percent 60 percent yeah d's get degrees true yeah that's <laughs> so anything else to to say i don't think so no I mean, well i guess uh 
that's that's it for the episode. So uh, everybody, we are we are now on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I can say that mm-hmm. confidently now. Not this like wishy washy stuff. We are on Apple Podcasts now. So uh, yeah, let us know if you you can think of any ideas that you'd like for future episodes, as well as if you just want to come on and drink beer with us and talk about beer. You're also very welcome to do that. So until next time, I'm Brent. And I'm Bill. (laughs) And we'll see you at the bar if you can make it.